Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and the voice of the Blues. Our buddy Chris Kerber joins us as he does every Monday on the heels of the Blues Dramatic, fun, 7-6 win over the Sharks on Saturday night. Curbs, good morning. How you doing? Randy, I'm good. Uh, listen, before we talk hockey, can I throw something baseball at you? Absolutely. So I, I, I did an event last night for the Foundation Fighting Blindness, and it was a we did a virtual sports room, which was just amazing, with uh, Ozzie Smith and, and his wife Yolanda and Jackie Joyner-Kersey. So, I mean, what a... What an absolute thrill it was, and, and those two are just so charitable with their time and energy and stuff. But in doing some research, you know, I just went back and I looked at it again. And, you know, you look at Ozzie Smith, who struck out 580-something times in over 10,700 plate appearances, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Nolan Arenado has struck out more times than that already in, in his career in, like, 5,000 plate appearances. And I know the eras and everything are different, but it still has to be you can compare errors when it comes to just a simple stat like that, can't you? And just say it still has to be that doggone impressive that in 19 seasons, Ozzy only struck out more than 37 times, three times in his career. It's amazing. And obviously there's no respect now for getting the bat on the ball, but it is phenomenal to me that even that recently, 30 years ago, that you had – players Tony Gwynn was another one who was a really good hitter that Amazing. never struck out yeah it's it's a completely different sport now it, it, and it's not like I, I understand how the game is different and all that but just because the game's different doesn't mean you can't compare certain statistics and be amazed you know I mean when you're talking like and we're talking about a great player in Arenado right that has had several seasons of 100 or more strikeouts you know now look 40 home runs and 100 RB. I get all how all that plays out. But just when it comes to putting the bat on the ball, it's an, it's an impressive stat. Yeah, and I go back to Gwynn, who struck out 434 times in 20 years. Mark Reynolds struck out more than that in two years of his career. <laughs> okay, so see, you can compare errors somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, just, I've just had that thought on my head for 24 hours. Well, Curbs, we've been thinking about that Blues game from Saturday night for, for the past day and a half. So, you know, I tweeted this. Watching that game kind of felt like being on a tilt-a-whirl because it was so back and forth. You felt very overstimulated. It was very fun, yet also you felt kind of uneasy. What was it like calling that game? You know what? Uh, you didn't look down to your score. See, I learned this from when we had that snap few, uh, a few weeks ago, right, where I looked down to write a goal in, and we scored another one, and I thought it was the replay. <laughs> yeah, right. Remember that, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So, you know, it's the old 4-H guy in me. We learned by doing. So I didn't look down at my scorebook very often. But uh, it, it's the first time since, like, 2011 I filled in every score opportunity on my scorebook. I should probably put a picture of it out today. But, the um, uh, you know, it was one of those things. You didn't feel like you were out of it. Um, 
you, you had Billy Huso playing his, his, his butt off when he came in in relief. What, what a confidence booster that has to be for him. And, and sometimes, you and, and I love this part about the game, you know, while you'd like to play with a certain structure, you'd like to have certain, sometimes you're going to have to just out-punch somebody, and, and that's what they did. And, uh, and, and so, you know, it went 12 rounds. They ended up uh, eventually getting the decision, which is good. You know, now I don't recommend that that's the style we should play every night. But with the way our team is nicked up, man, maybe we're going to have to play in, in, in some games like that. So um, it was exciting. It was definitely fun. And uh, for those that were able to stay up late night to watch it, they were rewarded. Curbs, Michelle and I were talking about how you like to have a guy, a Steve Ott type player, somebody with sandpaper on your team. You just don't expect it to be your goalie. Yeah, you know, you don't. And it's funny. I, I mean, uh, here's. Gracie's texting me like, what's going on with him? I love it. You know, she, she's been dying to see a goalie fight live. And then, uh, uh, you know, and then other people are saying, geez, what got into him? And I'm like, nothing. He's just competitive. He's just that way. And, and, and I love it now, right, wrong, or indifferent. What anybody thinks, some think it's a sideshow, whatever. I don't, I don't care, you know? And, and, and even when you ask some questions about it, you know, you, you talk about the edge of, of Patrick Waugh, of Ed Belfour, of, of Ron Hextall. And, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a goalie with, with an edge like that. And he was frustrated. There's some, you know, look, there were two goals that went in where I didn't like his body language afterwards, you know, and they kind of do that kind of that, uh, you know, that they kind of grip themselves and the body jumps kind of thing. And um, it just, it didn't seem like he had it. So I, I thought it was the right move by, by Craig to pull him. Amazing that Dubnik stayed in for the entire game on yeah. the other side. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you know, but. Uh, but it was it was the right thing to do. Now we'll see. We haven't had a chance because I, I don't even know if the rooster's crowing out there yet uh, in Anaheim. So we'll, we'll wait and find out whether or not he's going to immediately go with Huso or or what he's going to do. My guess is Craig will tell the media it's a game time decision, but we all know that that's not the case. And um, uh, and 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 we'll see. But you know, if, if against Anaheim, who is the probably the weakest team in this division, you could get Jake uh, or I'm not Jake uh, Jordan a little bit of rest here. That's probably a good thing. I think the thing that I took away from it, Curbs, other than the fact that it was amazing to see Jordan Bennington going after three different players on his way off the ice, was the way that it rubbed off on his teammates. When you hear Marco Scandello in the post game or listen to anyone talk about Jordan Bennington and the in- incident that we saw on Saturday night, it seems like it rubbed that intensity, that fire rubbed off on his teammates. Yeah, and, and you're right. Back to Randy's point that you, you need some of that. And you know, so far there hasn't been anybody that, that's really brought it. There's been a couple opportunities for Kyle Clifford, and outside of that, nobody. Well, Braden Shen, actually. Let, let me throw him in there. You know, Braden Shen the other night was just hitting anything and everything in sight, trying to do his part. So you need some of that. You've got to play with emotion. And you know what? With no fans in the stands or limited fans in the stands, so it's not quite the same, you've got to continue to manufacture that. It's something I think the Blues have struggled with, uh, both in the bubble and this season. And, uh, you know, and, and they're going to have to keep dealing with it because it doesn't look like that's going to really change anytime soon. So, man, continued growth. And that was a huge two points because it keeps you in a playoff spot. The standings are still skewed because of all the different numbers of games played. But with the majority of the teams below you in the standings, the games played numbers are much closer than the ones just ahead of you. So that, that's a positive. Curbs, the Blues have had a great PK in the past with – different players are the struggles on the pk this year are they player related or are they scheme related do you think i don't think it's scheme related randy although i think it's a fair question to ask i i do think that it is player related um you know i I don't you've got more inexperience out there 
you've got to, especially on the defensive side right now, and that that's a big thing. I mean, look, you, the the only guy penalty you don't have Pareko, Petrangelo, or Bo Meester, and those three kill penalties. You know, and those, those those that's a lot. That's a ton of experience. You know, you're talking over what almost thirty years of total experience. You know, between the three of them, so that so that's that's huge. And Robert Bortuzzo is the only guy. So you've got some other guys that are in there now. Scandella and some others they played the PK, you know, but it's just not together. And and so to me, the, the biggest thing, and you could look at the penalty kill, you could look at five on five, and you could look at the power play, and there's just an overall cohesion that is still missing from this team that they're trying to find. So I look at it more as a personnel thing, just not being there. And then. You know, frankly, some of those younger forwards, they've got to get smarter, they've got to get quicker, and they've got to work harder on it. And that's that—that's the big thing is we need those guys to advance a little bit more here to be successful. And by the way, when I watch Nico Mikola play, the only thing I don't like about him is the lack of experience. I, I think that once he gets games under his belt, he's going to be terrific. So we talked to Bill Armstrong a few years ago uh, in Dallas in a preseason game, and you know now the general manager of the Coyotes. And as, as we were talking to him, his name came up, and Bill just started grinning ear to ear. And he says, man, we love this guy. He's, he's big, he's lanky, he's willing to get into the fight. You know, and he's, I'm telling you, he, he just carries on the torch of what you see from a lot of Finnish hockey players and Swedish ones, for that matter. Just They know how to play the game. They just got to get in there. And as a defenseman, you're right. You've just got to get your experience. But he's not afraid to kind of stick his nose in, to, to rub somebody the wrong way, to throw a hit. And, uh, and he'll continue to learn. And I'll tell you what, when we can get back to the point of uh, having more guys around the team and stuff like that, could you imagine how that big guy could benefit when Larry Robinson starts talking to him? Again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Curbs, uh, I did the math here. So it's actually amazingly equal. Uh, Tony Gwynn, 20 years, 434 strikeouts. Mark Reynolds, 09, 2010, 434 strikeouts. Yeah, but remember, remember, we're told we're not allowed to compare errors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, like I'm just like at some point in time, at some point in time, uh, you, you still have to recognize the fact that yes, I know launch angle is in there, and and you know this is the 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 uh, the error is quite a long error of now the long ball when three, you think of it. But three true outcomes: homer, strikeout, or walk. And well, you've got to think that there's still value to putting the ball in play when. You know, like, I guess, you know, you know, the number, and I don't, I haven't done this math and stuff like that, but I am intrigued. Okay. The number, how many two strike home runs get hit compared to the others? Like what percentage of home runs are hit when you're behind in the count? And, you know, so at some point I got to think putting the ball in play is still better than a strikeout. Absolutely. Nobody ever drove in a run with a strikeout. That's that, that is a, (laughs) see, I mean, we sometimes we overcomplicate sports, yep. don't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Curbs, great to have you with us. Uh, we'll be tuned in tomorrow night, and we're looking forward to that. And uh, let's go Blues. No, it's tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. Tonight, tonight Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. You Man, do, Curbs. I've, I've, sure I've been messed up for about a week. I was, I was a day ahead, so last Tuesday I thought it was Wednesday and on down the line. So the way I've been overachieving for a week here, we got to slow things down. <laughs> Good. Yeah, tonight, pregame at 8, Blues <laughs> and Ducks at 9 with Curbs and Joey. Thanks for reminding me. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, man. We'll talk to you a little later. <laughs> See you later. Chris Kerber, Voice of the Blues on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. 
Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.